Season 1, Episode 11, Before the Farewell. Welcome to the final episode of the first season of Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You. I am your host, Alejandra Vivanco. Thank you so much for joining me today. When I started this podcast, I didn't know where this new adventure was going to take me, but I hoped my message would reach someone in need of hearing it. Although at times, I would stress myself out thinking about the logistics of this new podcasting world. Sometimes I have this need to control the future and be prepared for everything that may or may not come my way. I have been taught to never let my guard down and always be ready. This distracts me from staying present and focusing on what is really happening right this moment. Since I am aware that I worry too much for nothing, I made sure that every night I would take a moment to find stillness, silence my surroundings, and remind myself of the purpose behind this podcast. I tend to obsess with trying to control the outcome of everything that I do, and I project my fears into the future instead of just living in the present moment. I am used to creating unnecessary stress. I have learned this from my parents. The good news is that I am aware of it and... Whenever I feel like I am crossing that threshold of worry and stress, I stop everything, take a breath, and remind myself of the intention and reason behind my actions. My motive. I have to accept that I cannot control everything and I have to surrender to the now. As Eckhart Tolle says, What could be more futile, more insane, than to create inner resistance to something that already is? If we really think about it, the present moment is all there is. The past doesn't exist, the future either, yet they live in our minds and are created solely by us. Why do we keep perpetuating stressful mental cycles? As I've said before, we are taught to seek that material stability in order to feel that everything is balanced. But that is just one part of the equation. The most important part that we neglect is inside of us. We need to deprogram ourselves from teachings that perpetuate an unbalanced life where it's normal to sacrifice our emotional and mental stability in order to fulfill professional, social, or cultural expectations. We are told that happiness is outside of ourselves, but the outside world is constantly changing and depending on it is unrealistic. Furthermore, we do not even know what we want. We have been told what others want for us. So we comply because we have not been able to explore our lives without them suggesting what road we should take. Everything we are today is what we have inherited from our parents, virtues and faults. 
The way we deal with our lives is the way our parents have dealt with theirs. They are our source. We do not know any different. When we are younger, we believe that at their age we will be different, but the foundation we stand on is given by them. It has their signature written all over it. Certain behavioral patterns that we may have criticized or disagreed with in the past are already embedded in our brains. We may never be aware of them, but they are a part of us. That is why how we act and think is not ours. Truth be told, it's not even our parents. This has been passed down for generations and, as a result, we end up identifying with some belief systems that we are not 100% in agreement with. But we attach ourselves to them because that is a part of our family life. The axis of our lives is inherited from old-school teachings and we perpetuate and pass them down to younger generations. We inflict the pain our parents inflicted on us. It just manifests in different ways. In the end, our lives begin to resemble our parents. Are we blindly following what we were told from a young age? Until this day, I am reminded that because of my age, I should have kids by now. I have never envisioned myself being a mother. As of today, I feel like it's not the path for me to follow. Later on in life, if I decide to take that step, I will fully embrace it and be open to the experience. But it has to come to me naturally. It has to come from within. I shouldn't pressure myself into having kids just because that is what others did before they reached their mid-30s. No one should have that kind of power over anyone, but some people do. I know a lot of women that have forced themselves into getting pregnant because they believed that the time was ticking and they needed to have at least one kid before the age of 35. They felt it validated them as women. They were doing what they had been asked to do their entire lives. Fulfill the role of mother. They finally made their parents happy. They gave them grandkids. But this came at a price. Feeling unhappy and satisfied and resenting their lives. Why are people pushing their agenda on others? Why are they keeping tabs on everyone else? I do not feel ready or capable of being responsible for someone else's life, and I definitely do not appreciate my uterus being a subject of conversation, but I understand that is all some people know. It's something we're expected to do. Some genuinely believe that having a kid will fulfill that emotional hole in their lives. They do not realize that they are using them as a tool to feel better about themselves. At a certain age, we're expected to have some boxes checked according to society. 
But if we blindly follow what others do and say, then we will give up our lives once again to fulfill other people's expectations while disregarding our own happiness. Think about it. Why should we get married and have kids in our 30s? Why, despite not feeling ready, some people rush to start a family? I have inherited generations of pain and trauma from people who were told that life, at a certain age, is about having a family. And I have made a conscious decision to make those generational toxic patterns end with me. I want to do what my parents were not able to, break the cycle, heal, and live freely. Following traditions can be an amazing experience if we are fully present and aware of what we are doing and why we are doing it. But if we just copy other people's life template, then we are living in their contrived world instead of creating our own full of endless opportunities. I need to remind everyone that sacrificing our lives for society's expectations is not the way to live. We have the power to build our lives as we see fit, but we follow what others deem normal and appropriate. We must focus on our mental, emotional, and physical wellness first before anything else. I believe that is the purest act of love, self-love. If we take care of ourselves, then all of our decisions will come from a balanced and healthy place. Remember that if we focus on our inner world and nurture it, then the ripple effect, which will reflect on our decisions, will be full of consciousness and awareness. I have been around empty cups for more than 25 years and I thought it was normal. Now I am able to recognize the dysfunction and set boundaries that will protect me. I refuse to participate in any negative or toxic conversations just to go with the flow and feel like I am a part of something. I love my family and I will keep some of them close, but I will do it on my own terms. Some of them use shaming and guilting tactics to coerce people into doing what they want so that the family looks good, but that doesn't work with me anymore. I've always been considered to be outside of what is normal. But now I come from a place full of love and understanding and not hurt and sadness. My behavior is no longer a reaction against what they think. It's just a manifestation of self-love. I refuse to sacrifice my mental or emotional wellness to live up to their expectations and rules. Be comfortable knowing that others may be uncomfortable with how you live your life. Do not change to please anyone. Change must come from within. We shall no longer accept disrespectful and negative environments. We may have grown up in difficult homes, 
But by the time we're older, we have the power to no longer bow to other people's ideas of what a normal life is, which translates to toxic and dysfunctional ways of living. Every single relationship surrounding us needs to be uplifting, positive, and honest. There is no time to make space for negative interactions. We have accommodated them because we are not used to challenging them in a way that can bring positive change. They are all we know, and we are used to putting up with them. We need to learn how to say no. No more accommodating pain and negativity. We have one life, and we should appreciate it and use it as a way to uplift our spirits, learn as much as we can, and elevate one another. We have to stop bending over backwards for acceptance and love. If we keep negotiating our self-worth to make others comfortable and happy, we will end up with no worth left. Finding ways to tell the truth about what we feel is important. Remember, we need to acknowledge what and how we feel today because it will give us a better idea of what the next step is going to be. The actions we take will have a clear direction and intention. We won't come from a reactionary hurt place. We will come from a place full of awareness and understanding. My parents had no idea how their interactions made my brother and me feel. We never shared with them the impact of our home life. We felt that we didn't have a voice and no one cared. But during my healing journey, I wanted to have a relationship with them, so I made a conscious decision to share with them individually how they made me feel and have a conversation about their behavior. After they accepted my terms, I guided them to share their pain so that I could understand them better and also understand myself. Now, it's not my job to fix them and I am not on a mission to do that. But during our conversations, they were comfortable enough to express themselves without fear of judgment and share their story. Finally, after 29 years, I met the person behind the mom and dad role. We need to stop the secrecy and silence. Let's openly discuss without fear of what we think and feel. Once we're all adults, we have to embrace the truth regardless of the outcome. Anything unresolved that we keep inside will affect our mental state and our behavior will reflect our brokenness. We must make a decision today to start taking responsibility for our lives, take back the control that was taken away from us, and be agents of change. Remember that when you heal, we all heal. It really takes a village, but, as I've said before, it starts with you. When I started healing, I was able to develop compassion for myself and others. I no longer subscribed to the victim mentality. 
I understood my pain. I promise that once you work on yourself, your perception of the world changes. There is no longer that wound that is blinding you. You can listen to those around you and tune in to their pain. That judgmental and dismissive way of thinking will no longer be operating at the forefront of your brain. You will be able to understand the reason behind their actions. This doesn't mean justifying them. It just means understanding them on a deeper level. Let's get in touch with our emotional side and give ourselves time and space to feel first. Let's fill our cup so that we can share the overflow with others. Let's stop rationalizing our stories full of pain and let's embrace the hurt and sadness and forgive. Forgive ourselves and others for causing and perpetuating pain. We know our story better than anyone. So we know that we have the information somewhere in us. What we need to do now is let our inner child come out and express themselves one last time. Be the person you needed the most when you were younger and felt no one understood you. Become your own guide. Walk that dark path one last time knowing full well it will guide you towards the light. We have to start peeling those layers and find at the core our true selves. If you have any comments or questions, make sure to visit my website alejandravivanco.com or follow me on Instagram, details in the description box below. Again, thank you for being here with me. I deeply appreciate it. I look forward to 2021. I will release season two then. Make sure to never miss an episode by subscribing. Have a great rest of the year. Remember that you are not alone. And with that I say, till next time, bye.